Yo, and we're live, and we're live. Welcome oh to God, the to the Diran Diran Cartel Show. Hello, guys, and welcome to episode thirty-six. And on today's episode, it's just going to be me, and I'm going to be talking a little bit about motivation and mental health. I feel like these are two very important topics going into lockdown 2.0 and your mental health might not be in the best place. So this episode is really to help you guys out there and will also give you an insight on how I work with my clients. I actually did this Zoom call with uh, my Project X group and I thought it would be very beneficial for not only them but for all of you guys to listen to as well. Now, talking about mental health. So, being about mental health, I like to also talk about how training and how getting my knee up 24-7 actually helps me a lot, right? The way I actually, and I like to break this down as well to tell people how I even came up with this was because of a, like, a struggle. Alexa, off. Actually, off. Music um, is there was a story of it where me and James are kind of like doing stories with each other. It was my way to get leaner, but initially, me concentrating on hitting my steps to get a little bit leaner was at, it actually came from a time where I was not very, I wasn't the happiest of people because of my situation I was in, and the only thing that was. Um, making me feel better was actually going and getting my steps in Sydney. And um, it was me getting 40,000 steps, like 30 to 40,000 steps a day to make me feel better and not to go home. I was in a position where I was doing whatever I could not to go to my house because I didn't want to be there. <laughs> Sounds crazy, but the girl I was marrying was in the house and I didn't want to go there. <laughs> I didn't want to go there. I was not in a good place, right? Pretty much ended, um, I was engaged. Um, I wasn't happily engaged. I felt like I forced myself to do it. Um, to felt like it was the next move. It was like the next thing I had to do. I did it. I hated myself for it. I made the wrong decision and, I, and it drove me crazy. And I ended up ending a planned wedding where she had dress, where, uh, a dress photographer, the venue, we had everything. And I had to cut everything and be like, no, this is where I have to be selfish. And the only reason I'm talking about that is when I was going through that time and anytime I do go through a tough time, being active is so good for my mental health. And I feel like it's one of those things why getting your steps in is so underrated, you know? Just by putting yourself in a different environment when going out for a walk, when you're having a tough day, it clears your mind. Hence why when people go, why don't you go for a walk? Go clear your mind. And one of the things I found when doing that is firstly, in the first lockdown that happened, I launched my Project X product, right? Which was the best thing that I ever did. Because number one, it kept myself busy. And I helped hundreds of people get the best results that they ever had, actually, throughout a lockdown period when the gyms were shut, which is crazy. Hence why I all, always talk about the 23 hours outside of the gym instead of people concentrating on the hour 
in the gym, right? It's really important. And during times like this, lockdown, and when you're not, and when your mental health isn't 150%, it's important to keep ourselves busy. Because when we have too much time, when we have too much free time, we kind of have too much time to think, <laughs> you know? And when we think too much, I know it sounds crazy, but when we think too much, um, we start worrying about random things that we've never ever thought about, right? You start worrying about random things that you haven't thought about. And the only reason you're thinking about it is because you're in a situation that you kind of can't control, which is in this case, it's lockdown. But I feel like throughout times like lockdown and through times where we have a, a level of struggle, it's, we can really turn that into a positive, right? We can really turn that into a positive. I really, I really believe that we have the power to turn something negative into a positive. And with any element of struggle that we go through, whether it's progressive overload, whether it's been in lockdown, whether, whatever it is, there's always an element of feeling better after. Because to be honest, you, you can never, we don't appreciate good times without having the shitty ones, you know? So you kind of need those shitty times to really appreciate the good ones. And even throughout lockdown, some of the things that I've learned, and I know a lot of my clients, a lot of you guys probably would have learned is that um, we don't need a lot of the things that we think we needed when the first lockdown happened. Does that make sense? Like we do a lot of things that are unnecessary, right? We do a lot of things that we don't need to do to be happy, right? There's a lot of things we don't need to do. like. Yeah, we all love, I love going out. I love going to the pub, seeing my friends, socializing, all of that stuff. Do we need it? Not really. Do we need gyms? We want gyms. But can we get results without them? Yeah, we can find a way. We can work around it. You have to adapt. And these are moments, and when we're mentally struggling, it's, it's, it's a matter of adapting instead of stressing and worrying about something that we cannot yet control, right? And I think of it, I think of mental health, like, and any sort of struggle that you go through, whether it's business, relationships, whatever, I feel like with mental health, I, I can't, my, my view on it is a bit like looking at training muscle groups. You put stress on your muscles, right? to tear those muscle fibers up, to build stronger and more resilient muscles, right? And I feel like you can have that exact view with um, your brain, your mindset. There's tough times, but what you can do is you can take the positive, you can look at the positive out of it and concentrate on all the other things you can currently do and excel in that instead of, worrying about what you can't control. And one of the one of the things about mental health and mindset and all of that stuff is um, the struggle of um, motivation. I, I struggle with motivation from time to time as well, so don't worry. But motivation is something we can like dig and find, especially 
when training, especially when um, trying to achieve something. Sometimes when you're trying to achieve something, it's not a matter of motivation. It's just a matter of getting it done. You know, people think they require motivation to always achieve something. For example, your motivation might be signing up to this. Your motivation might be um, uh, the accountability, you know, but is that motivation or is that you doing it because you know you have to, you know? So one thing you have to remember and realize is, and you think about it like this, I, I hated going to school when I was younger. I couldn't sit still. I, I couldn't sit still in class. I used to get kicked out of my classes all the time. I used to be like, I used to fake being sick so I can go home and play Spider-Man on PS2, you know? I didn't, what I didn't realize is my mom and dad are pretty intelligent. So obviously I was a bit of an idiot, but I still attempted it and I had to go to school. It wasn't an option. It wasn't an option. I had to go to school. And I think of exercise, fitness and looking after our bodies as not an option. And I feel like the more people have that view on training, on nutrition, to get results as a matter of having to get it done, no matter what, instead of looking at it as a, oh, maybe I can, maybe I can't, maybe I don't have to and this will happen. No. It's a matter of whether you got motivation or not, you have to do it to achieve something. And sometimes we have to do things that we don't like to achieve things that we want. How much more do you appreciate your job when you've gone through shitty jobs, right? You appreciate it. And if you're at a job that you're at a shitty job, right? When you get that good job that you want and when you find it, you're gonna appreciate it a lot more because you've experienced those shitty jobs and now you appreciate it a lot more. And it's that element of struggle. If you lack motivation, just remember, if you want results, there is no choice. You, you have to hit your calories. You have to hit your steps. You have to train. It's a bit like putting food on your plate. If you want to eat, you have to go get a job. You have to find it. So my view on motivation is, yeah, you can dig deep and find it. Um, you can do stuff that you love so you don't need motivation or do it with people that you love so you don't need motivation. But then sometimes you just have to realize some of those days where you're not feeling motivated, there's no option. It's just a matter of getting it done. You know, there's a lot of days where I'm not motivated to do things, you know, like, but I know there's, um, there's a, there's no chance of me getting away with not doing it. Give you a small example. The other day I went to, uh, um, I had a little FaceTime thing with my cousins. I had a couple of drinks and I got a little bit tipsy. Then I had to end up doing a FaceTime call till 3 a.m., right? Turkish people, man, they start late, you know? And um, the day before when I launched Project X lockdown, for some reason people were getting kicked out of the Zoom call, which was driving me nuts. I made sure I got up at 7 a.m. to call Zoom to ask them why the hell this is happening. This wasn't a matter of I can or can't, it's I've got no choice. I have to do this because I need to serve the people that have paid me because they expect a service from me and I need to make sure I keep it up to date. So, but the problem is with fitness and nutrition, people have the extra leeway of, ah, oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's whatever. But if you change the mindset of looking at it as 
a I have to no matter what, your outcome and your results will always be so much better. And um, bodybuilders, right? I'll give you a prime example of bodybuilders. Um, I'd, current bodybuilders, I don't like them. I think they're cringe and annoying, like really annoying. They drive me nuts. They do anything for a sponsorship, right? And it drives me crazy. But I love old school bodybuilders. I love them. The Arnie's, the this and the that, because their old school mentality was they would hide their bodies while they're training because they weren't doing it for Instagram. They weren't doing it for this. They weren't doing it for that. They were doing it to achieve something. They weren't doing it for one pick, right? Or a sponsorship. They were doing it because they loved training and they loved performing on stage, but they also knew that element of struggle that they had to do to achieve um, the result of say winning, um, I don't know, whatever, whatever the bodybuilding competitions are. I don't even know. That's how bad it is because I don't care at all, right? And But they had to get it done. And their sort of mentality is good because I don't talk about this a lot on social media and I don't do it a lot because I feel like people need to get to know me a bit more before I give them a little spice of tough love or whatever it is, right? But sometimes when we're complaining, guys, about certain things and don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying you guys are doing this, but there's a lot of things, people in general, us, me included, that bitch about dumb things. Like we, we bitch about dumb things, you know? Losing weight is not actually a big deal. Putting on muscle is not actually a big deal. You know what you need to do to achieve it, but your biggest issue and the biggest problem right now for you to achieve that is very simple it's very simple you lack one thing it's consistency you lack that is it anything you want to achieve in life whether it is um building muscle whether it is you want to be successful with your work you want to earn good money you want to be fit you want to get a black belt in jiu-jitsu you know whatever it is that you want to do you lack consistency. That is it. That is it. The difference between you and me is that I've been doing it longer, this fitness thing. That is it. That is the only difference. And people always, people, I get so many people always chat to me like, Darren, how comes James has more followers than you? I'm like, he's been doing it longer. He's three, four years off. He's been doing it longer than me. He, he's earned his stripes. He deserves all the things that happened to him. Do you get what I mean? And we need to remember that we need to stay consistent with everything that we're doing to actually achieve something out of it, you know? And it, it drives, this drives me crazy more than anything. I say this to people, I say this to my cousins. My cousins are like, and, and I mean this in the nice of like Turkish people, right? And I can say this because I'm Turkish, right? Is, and even ethnic people in general, some ethnic people, we're, we're behind in fitness compared to like Western society because the luxury of fitness is not really a thing in some places. So they don't yet understand um, what you guys say might know. So some of my female cousins will go do, go to the gym for two weeks. They'll be like, Darren, nothing's happening. I'm, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, you've been at it for two weeks. You've been at this for two weeks. For 30 years, you have not cared about your physique, your nutrition. You've been smoking and drinking Red Bulls every morning for breakfast. And you're telling me nothing's changed. What do you think is going to happen? Change doesn't happen quickly. 
for you to reverse that whole thing. And maybe some of you guys that are not, haven't been healthy for 20, 30 years or whatever it is, and you haven't concentrated on your health to flip that around. It's going to take a bit of time. It's going to take a bit of time. And the more you understand that, the easier it's going to be for you. Right. That's one thing. That's one thing that I think is so important. Understanding that being consistent is one of the most powerful tools any anyone anyone can ever have. And I say this all the time. I'm like, there's personal trainers that are better better trainers than me that have no followers, uh, no clients. But one thing they can't beat me beat me at is being consistent. Every day I turn up. Every day I turn up. And every day you turn up, you're going to get results. Every day. Every day you turn up. There's there's no options. Now, again, one of those things and one of those aspects is um, like the struggle, whether it's mentally, physically or whatever it is, there's um, it's you got to see it as growth. You know, wherever you're going through a shitty relationship or wherever you're going through a shitty job or whatever it is, it's it's a part of growth. And I think the more you see and understand that and accept that you can really like embrace it. You know what's crazy? One of the one of the mindset I've always had is I've always I've always kind of wanted more since I was a kid. Like when I first flew to Australia, and this is a very small example. And the only reason I'm talking about this stuff and talking about my experiences because that's that's the only experience that I know. Is like when I first went to Australia, I was 17 years old, right? And um, I went I went for a girl. I went for a girl. It was the first time I went, right? Crazy, 17 year old going for Australia to see a girl. Absolute nuts, mate. And um, I remember like flying economy, obviously I've got no money, like I'm flying economy. And I remember walking past business class and I'm thinking, yeah, that's going to be me. And I think, and I'm like, that is going to be me sitting there every flight by the time I'm 30, 100%, I'm going to make it happen. And it's weird, that motivates me. You know, that motivates me. And I'm always trying to achieve more. And I feel like when we try to achieve more and we try and get to that point, it's you put that pressure on yourself to um, be about be able to like accom- accomplish more. The first time I flew business class, right? I was with um, me and James were in Bali. James has got a JSA. He's um, he's got a load of clients. He's doing very well. I'm still like trying to get. I'm trying to build all my stuff. Um, the first business class I bought was from Bali to Dubai upgraded I, I didn't even have the money to upgrade i didn't even have the money to upgrade you know i didn't have it i was like i don't have the money but i put the pressure on myself to make it and to put myself put pressure on myself to do something to earn extra cash or work even harder it, it's a weird way of thinking about things but sometimes it it, it helps you know sometimes you have to buy stupid things or expensive things to be able to put pressure on yourself to help you work a little bit harder you know whether you get motivated by materialistic things whether it's family whether it's body composition whatever it is I think having a goal and something that motivates you by and figuring that out is very important and when it comes to like any um kind of speed bump that we have um whether it's work, whatever, I really think humans have this habit. We have this habit of overcomplicating something. 
too much with worrying, with stressing, you know, overthinking it and knowing that stress is not actually going to help the outcome at all, but you still stress about it. And then you give it an hour or so later and you almost feel stupid for even stressing about that when you know that that wasn't going to help anything. Do you get what I mean? And a lot of the things that we complicate, they're usually quite simple. And I think the more simple we look at a situation, I think it's easier to figure out, you know, because you've got two types of people. You've got problem solvers and you've got people that are the complete opposite. You hear someone say something, and I learned this from uh, one of my clients, um, Scott, uh, his surname is actually Smith, Scott Smith. And um, he was my blind client from Australia. I trained him for two and a half years. The first time I saw this guy, I saw this old guy walking into the gym, right? And I saw his Rolex from a mile away. I was like, the hell? I was like, what is that? I was like, that is, that is shining in my eye. I feel like I've got vitamin D indoors. Like what is going on? Right. And I saw it from the distance and I was like, Jesus Christ. And he was blind, but he swag, Nike, Nike, everything matching, color, everything matching. Right. And I was like, hold on a second. Who the hell is this guy? He must be someone special, like a blind guy that is making sure he looks like swagalicious, as well as a Rolex in there that's taking people's eye out. I was like, who the hell is this? So I walked up to him. I was like, hey, Scott, how are you? He was like, uh, no, I didn't say Scott, obviously. I was like, hey, how are you? He was like, um, yeah, good, thanks. Hi, and who are you? I said, I'm your new personal trainer. That's who I am. And he laughed and he was like, when do we start? I said, amazing. I said, we start right now. And I took him on board and I started training him five days a week, right? And I manifested that shit. And he... He was the sort of person that taught me a lot of things when it came to trying to solve problems. And I've known him since I was like 23, 24 years old. And one thing I've realized about really successful people and really intelligent people and people that are mindsets are like completely in different places was that they they listen to a problem, right? And they just stop, like they stop and they just sit there and they're thinking about their answer they're thinking about, they're trying to solve it in their head before they go there, right? And it's, and it's, and they simplify it so much. And one thing he said to me, one thing, and I know, I know James put this in his book as well, because I told him the bastard, right? Um, is um, one thing Scott said to me when my life was going all over the place was like, Duran, uh, no matter what happens, um, you're going to be all right. And I was like, whoa, what? I was like, that's like the most basic, most simple um, advice that you can give. But it's true. We are all going to be all right. If you don't lose body fat at Project X, you're probably going to find another way to do it. If you don't, I don't know, marry this person, you'll probably find another, you know? If you don't like your current boss, you'll probably find a better one. You know, no matter what situation you're in, there's always a positive outcome that can come out of it. And whether we're looking at um, fat loss, building muscle or anything else that's going in your life, I feel like we need to have that 
um, ideology and that sort of mindset to make things easier for us. Because I figured out over the years, like, and over every sort of outcome I've had from uh, upsetting people for my own happiness, which we all need to do, right? Because you need to make sure that you come first and you need to keep reminding yourself that. And, um, and also reminding yourself that other people's happiness is not your responsibility, which always actually plays up with our own mindsets a lot and actually affects what we do so much so much that it's kind of frustrating it affects us like in a ridiculous way where you stop doing what you love doing or you stop doing what you want to do because you feel like it might might affect anyone else hence why over the last couple of years i've learned to be selfish and it's the best thing that i've ever done because everyone else around me has become so much they like me more they like me more because I'm not grumpy, because anything that I do is things that I like. And people always say, why are you so positive? And I, I hate it. I hate it sometimes. I'm like, fuck, I hate being positive, but I can't help it. I just like doing whatever I'm doing. And if someone says to me, Dylan, we, we're going to have to do this, other than the work stuff, or other than if it's stuff that's going to be great for my or my client's outcomes. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to do that. How, how is that benefiting me? How is that benefit me? How is that going to make me happy? It upsets me. It, it, it annoys me. It bores me. So I'm not going to do it, right? And we all need to have that approach with fitness, all that stuff. Because even I tie that into when you guys are doing programming and all of that stuff. I'm like, doing, uh, what about this trip? I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, if you enjoy doing CrossFit more than my program, I don't care. You should do that. But just make sure you do your bloody check-in, right? Make sure you hit your calories and your steps so you get the result, you get uh, the outcome that you want. No one knows what you've all been through, whatever it is. Right? Again, training journey, mindset journey, whatever. No one knows. So there is actually no one that can really relate to whatever you've been gone, whatever you go through or whatever you've gone through, like they'll never fully understand exactly how you understand it because your response could be completely different to someone else's response. Whether it's good or negative, it doesn't matter. It's your response and you have to deal with it that way. So the other person will never know what that feeling is like. And during those things, and when you're trying to become like a better version of yourself, whether it's getting a better job, whether it's being with someone nicer, whether it's trying to become better with fitness or whatever, you will find that a lot of people around you um, will not try to bring you down, but will um, peer pressure you into things that will jeopardize what you're trying to do. Do you get what I mean? For example, this is a, an, a very small example of, oh, I'm trying to lose weight, guys. Um, I'm not going to have another drink. I'm counting my calories. I'm good. People around you go, no, no, drink, drink. It's fine. It's fine. No, go ahead. Drink. It's okay. Um, you don't have to. Um, uh, you'll be fine. Just keep drinking. Keep drinking. Don't worry about all of that, man. You don't, don't be boring. Drink all of that. They'll try to jeopardize what you're trying to do to kind of make, it's a bit like tall poppy syndrome. They're trying to, so you don't, go any higher or be better than them is how they look at things 
right? And this is why it's so important that any decision that you make is based around what outcome it's going to be for you. And if you have kids, obviously for your kids, right? And I think that's something we all need to do more, especially in times like lockdown and whatever it is. I feel like lockdown is like one of the perfect opportunities to, if you want to make a change, it's like the perfect time to make a change. You know, it's like the world has gone to shit for, for a pandemic. It's like the perfect time if you want to make any changes. Let's smash the upcoming few weeks. All right. Let's take advantage of it. Do the best that you can. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please subscribe to the channel, share it, tell all your friends, and hopefully it will be beneficial for them as well.